0: Let's say your partner has a health issue, but they've refused to see a doctor about it. You've expressed your concern, but they've insisted their health issue isn't that bad. But you know they're in pain. At some point, you're likely to hear a wish or a dip. A wish is when you hear something like, I wish I could climb stairs without being in so much pain. Or a dip, which is a dip in motivation to do something that's hurting them, like, I think I should probably stop hobbling around and just see the doctor. When you hear a wish or a dip, it's an opportunity to help your partner create positive change. That doesn't mean fixing them, but it does mean supporting their efforts to do things differently. Welcome to Mentally Stronger. I'm Amy Morin, a psychotherapist, mental strength trainer, and an international bestselling author of six books on mental strength. You're listening to the Friday Fix Edition. Every Friday, I share a quick mental strength strategy that can fix the thoughts, feelings, and actions that can hold you back in life. And the fun part is, we record the show from a sailboat in the Florida Keys. My new book, 13 Things Mentally Strong Couples Don't Do, went on sale this week, and I couldn't be more excited that this book is finally on the shelves. One of the things I did in this book that I've never done before in any of my other books is that I surveyed over 1,000 people to find out what they thought about mental strength and their relationships. And I found that three quarters of people who answered the survey said that they thought their relationship would improve if they were mentally stronger. And three quarters of people also said their relationship would likely improve if their partner were mentally stronger. So I was thrilled so many people recognized the link between mental strength and relationships. And while all of our relationships certainly affect our ability to be mentally strong, the people we're closest to certainly affect it the most. So if you want tips on how to become mentally stronger as an individual so you can be the best partner that you can, or you want to build mental strength as a couple, pick up a copy of 13 Things Mentally Strong Couples Don't Do, and I'll share how to get rid of the unhealthy habits that can tear down your relationship. And today I'm gonna talk about one of those things that mentally strong couples don't do, which is that they don't try to fix each other. This is tough not to do sometimes. You might see that your partner has a ton of potential or there might be something about them that you just don't like and you wanna fix it. It's a common reason people come into my therapy office. They bring their partner in and they're intent on trying to fix something about the other person but the partner often isn't on board. And often the person who wants change has tried really hard to get the other person to do things differently for a long time. I'm going to share a clip from chapter six of my book of the audiobook. It starts with a quick story of a real life couple straight from my therapy office. And then you'll hear a quiz that will help you consider whether you might try to change your partner sometimes. When the clip is over, I'll share some tips that can help if you find yourself trying to fix your partner sometimes. So here we go. Here's a clip from chapter six of 13 Things Mentally Strong Couples Don't Do. When Janice showed up for her first appointment, she said, I need help talking some sense into my husband, Ken. She was a well-put-together 60-year-old woman who said she was relieved to finally have someone to talk to. She was tired of Ken's behavior and needed to know how to change him. She described Ken as an overweight 62-year-old who had diabetes. For the last six months or so, he'd been stopping by a bar on his way home from work almost every night. He told Janice it was the only time he got to talk to his fellow co-workers about the ridiculous changes they'd gone through at work. They were under new management, and some of the old-timers hated the new rules. Janice thought it was great that Ken could unwind with his work friends. But she was concerned about how the alcohol was affecting his blood sugar. When he was drinking, he was less careful about what he ate and less likely to test his blood sugar. She reminded him that he shouldn't be drinking. But he always brushed her off. She was also concerned that he was drinking on the weekends now, too, something he hadn't done for most of their marriage. He used to be a social drinker, she told me, but he started drinking at home more often during the pandemic. I wouldn't worry so much about his drinking if he were a healthy person, but with his health issues, even a drink or two is too much. When I asked Janice what steps she'd taken to try and address the issue so far, she said, I've told him to cut back, dumped his alcohol down the drain, told him how much his drinking hurts me, and told him to go to AA meetings. Nothing has worked. I need another plan to get him to stop drinking before this gets completely out of hand. She said Ken always accused her of overreacting and they got into frequent arguments about this. Janice said, I'm afraid he's going to permanently damage his health if I don't fix this now. What she didn't yet realize was that she couldn't fix Ken. She could, however, change how she responded to Ken's drinking and work on their relationship even if Ken wasn't on board. You'll hear more about how Janice worked on the relationship a little later. But for now, perhaps you can think of some ways in which you've also tried to fix your partner at one time or another. Maybe it didn't involve a substance abuse issue, but perhaps you tried to fix a habit that you don't like. Or maybe you tried to get your partner to change a character trait that you thought was holding them back. Either way, trying to fix someone else even your partner, can backfire. Fortunately, though, there are healthy ways to deal with your partner's habits that you don't like. And there are strategies that can help you cope when you feel like they aren't doing enough to live up to their greatest potential. Here's a quick quiz. Take a few minutes and see how many of the following statements sound true. I try to trick my partner into making healthy changes sneaking vegetables into their food, or hiding their alcohol. I give my partner unwelcome feedback on their behavior. I sometimes feel more like my partner's parent or coach. I think I've made my partner's life better because I've helped them improve so much. I sometimes lecture my partner about their unhealthy habits. I invest a lot of energy trying to convince my partner they should change their habits. I spend a lot of time talking to other people about how I'd like to get my partner to change. I feel sorry for my partner sometimes. My partner has so much potential, and I want to help them reach it. Now that you've answered these for yourself, read through them again and think about how many might describe your partner's behavior. If several ring true about you or your partner, you may be spending a lot of energy trying to fix one another. Okay, that's the end of the clip. And right after this quick break, I'm gonna share what happened with Janice and I'll give you a couple of strategies that can help if you find yourself trying to fix your partner sometimes. Do you wanna get high quality meat delivered straight to your house? Or in my case, a sailboat? Try ButcherBox. It saves me time and money. And if you order right now, Mentally Stronger listeners can get steak, chicken or salmon free in every single order for an entire year. I love that ButcherBox offers grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, and wild-caught seafood. There are no antibiotics or added hormones. They even offer vegetarian options. ButcherBox lets you decide how often you want deliveries, and you can pick a curated plan, or you could completely customize your box. Sign up at butcherbox.com stronger and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com stronger and use code STRONGER to choose your free for a year offer. Plus get $20 off your first order. This is the first time in my life when I haven't had a pet. Up until two years ago, I had Jackson, a 19-year-old Himalayan cat, and Fiona, a 17-year-old English Springer Spaniel. Both of them lived on the sailboat and adjusted pretty well to life on the water. I miss them, and I look forward to getting another pet when the time is right. Today's episode is sponsored by the ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program. Your pet is part of the family, and you want the best for them no matter what. But vet bills can really add up. That's why you should check out Pet Insurance. And with ASPCA Pet Health Insurance, you can focus on the care your pet deserves and cover what matters most. The ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program offers customizable accident and illness plans, making it easier for pet parents like you to help your pet get the care they may need. It's simple. Use their app to submit a claim and you'll receive reimbursement for eligible vet bills directly into your bank account. To explore coverage, visit ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash stronger. That's ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash stronger. Again, that's A-S-P-C-A, petinsurance.com slash stronger. This is a paid advertisement. Insurance is underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by PTZ insurance agency, LIM. In treatment, Janice learned a few things she could do to change her behavior. She certainly couldn't control her partner, Ken, but she found some ways to change her behavior. And the changes that she made ultimately inspired some changes in Ken. By the time she was done with therapy, they were fighting a lot less. And she was able to start talking with Ken about his drinking in a healthy way, which was important for his health, but it was also really important for their relationship. It's tough, though, when you watch your partner do things that aren't good for them. In fact, it feels like torture to see somebody you love doing things that might be sabotaging themselves or... Just watching somebody not live up to the potential that you think that they have, it feels painful. But trying to fix them doesn't work. If you're tempted to ever try and fix your partner though, here are two things that can help. One, express your concern but share it once. You might be tempted to repeatedly tell your partner things like smoking is bad for you or you should really go see the doctor. But lecturing somebody often has the opposite effect. Let me explain why. When you tell somebody they should quit doing something or they should start doing something else, their brain immediately goes into defense mode and they start defending against all the things that you're saying. So let's say you tell somebody they should quit smoking. Their brain immediately starts thinking things like, actually, smoking helps me relax and smoking's not going to kill me. It hasn't killed me yet. And smoking breaks are really the only thing that gets me through a long day at work. When that person thinks about those positive aspects of smoking or what they get from it, it actually increases the chances that they'll keep smoking. So you can definitely express your concern, but do it in a loving way. You might say, I'm concerned about X, not you need to change. Then listen to see if your partner shares the same concern no need to argue or keep repeating it. Like They heard you. They know that you have a concern. And keep in mind that your reasoning someone should change might not be the ultimate motivator that actually makes them change. So you might try to convince your partner to quit smoking because of the health risks. But when they do quit, it might be about something completely different, like they want to save money. So express your concern, but express it only once. And number two is look for wishes and dips in motivation. Even if somebody isn't interested in changing, you'll hear what we call change talk. And that will come in a form of a wish or a dip. So let's say your partner has bad knees and they've refused to see a doctor about it. You've expressed your concern and they insisted that their knee issues weren't that bad. But you see that they're in pain and you see them limping around. At some point, you're likely to hear a wish or a dip. A wish is when you hear something like, I wish I could climb stairs without being in so much pain. Or a dip is a dip in motivation to do something that's hurting them, like, I think I should probably stop hobbling around so much and just see a doctor. When you hear a wish or a dip, just repeat what they said to encourage them to talk more. So you could say something like, oh, you think you might want to see a doctor? Avoid jumping in and saying, oh, yes, you should. Let's make that appointment right now. Remember that, people believe the words coming out of their mouth more than they'll believe the words that they hear you say. So you want them to say what they want to do. And by being a good listener and asking helpful questions, you can increase their motivation to change. So while it's not your job to fix somebody, you can express concern and look for wishes and dips and encourage them to keep talking so that ultimately they become more motivated to change. My book has lots more tips if you're tempted to fix your partner or if your partner's trying to fix you. Go ahead and check out 13 Things Mentally Strong Couples Don't Do. If you want more, you can buy a copy wherever books are sold. And if you know somebody who could benefit from learning how to stop fixing their partner, share this show with them. Simply sharing a link to this episode could help someone feel better and grow stronger. And make sure to subscribe to our show so that you can get mental strength tips delivered to you every single week. If you want even more content, subscribe to Mentally Stronger Premium. You'll get exclusive bonus episodes and access to the private Mentally Stronger community. So far, I've been answering questions on everything from affairs and depression, holiday family issues, to pornography addiction and relationship red flags. I'd love to answer your questions too. To subscribe, click on the link in the show notes. I have some special bonuses for my earliest subscribers. And as always, a big thank you to my show's producer, who happens to also be the audio engineer who recorded the 13 Things Mentally Strong Couples Don't Do audiobook, Nick Valentine.